Hey guys, welcome back to my channel, um, Rumblecast. It's been a minute. Uh, I know I was supposed to start like a month ago, but I got sidetracked and then, you know, coronavirus happened and the world pretty much has changed from how we know it. But May is coming, quickly approaching, and May is also mental illness month. And so I really wanted to do something in honor of mental illness awareness. So this is going to be one of my, I want to say pers- most pers- personal um, episode yet because mental illness is a topic that most people scray away from. It's a taboo subject, especially in the black community. But it's one that we greatly need to talk about and address. So here is my take um, on mental illness um, for Mental Illness Awareness Month. And also, mental illness awareness is the green ribbon. Just like um, breast cancer awareness is the pink ribbon and domestic violence is the purple ribbon. Most awareness um, months have a color associated with it. So, Mental Illness Month is associated with the color green, with the green ribbon. So, alright, May is Mental Illness Month. Again, that's the green ribbon. Mental illness does not just involve people that, quote-unquote, we consider crazy. Mental illness can be depression, anxiety, PTSD, postpartum depression. It can be panic disorder, phobias, um, bipolar, schizophrenic, uh-uh, etc. The list goes on and on. However, many people do not consider anxiety and depression mental illness because the symptoms are not as extreme as someone with say bipolar disorder um but first let me be clear um mental illness is doesn't discriminate there's no set race culture socioeconomic status um job that quote unquote can give you a mental illness now, some jobs are more stressful and can cause or contribute to mental breaks. Um, or they're more susceptible to mental illness. Um, but you ever heard the saying, more money, more problems? Even the elite deals with mental illness. But anyway, mental illness is still a very taboo subject. And in the black community... It's almost non-existent because we as a people, black people, we refuse to deal with it or even um, acknowledge it, let alone get treatment for it. The fear of being labeled, the stigma that comes with being labeled, um, prevent a lot of people from seeking help, mainly black people, because we already have so many stereotypes against us that admitting that you have a mental illness only push you in a light where people will judge you more. So, that's why most people refuse to acknowledge that they have a mental illness. <clears throat> but until we get on the forefront of acknowledging mental illness, we will never get to the point where we can help people who are dealing with it until we address it. So that's why it's very important to me um, 
to bring as much awareness to mental illness as possible because I, as a black woman, suffer with a mental illness. I know it don't look like it, um, but I suffer with anxiety and depression, and I've also had panic disorder. Shocking, huh? I know. I don't look like I'm mentally ill, right? Not crazy either. So how can I have a mental illness? Easy. There's no set standard or preference for mental illness. Like I said, I know some people would say that, you know, me being a writer contributes to my mental illness. Which I beg to differ because I've been dealing with anxiety and depression ever since I was a teenager. I just never really knew what it was called. But I just knew it was an issue for me when I was younger. But for the record, writers are one of those professions that are more susceptible or more prone to mental illness. The link between creativity and mental illness has been greatly studied. And there is a correlating um, link between the two. However, being a writer and having a mental illness does not go hand in hand. It's not that, you know... If you're a writer, you automatically get a mental illness. Or if you have a mental illness, you automatically become a writer. That's not how it works. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is writers have a greater risk of anxiety, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, unipolar disorder, unipolar depression, and substance abuse, and are two times as likely as um, the average person to commit suicide. Dancers, photographers, artists, most creative professions are also included in that number. Scary thought, right? But creative professions are not the only jobs that are susceptible to mental illness. As a writer, of course, that's what I will elaborate on because it's from my point of view. But um, the main reason given, according to studies, about why writers suffer from mental illness is because their mind or their brains are always working. They're always thinking, always calculating. And because a writer's life is mostly isolated um, from people and stressful. And there have been many famous writers that suffer from mental illness. Um, Mark Twain, he suffered from depression. He was the writer of Huckleberry Finn. Stephen King, he suffered with substance abuse, um, drugs and alcohol, and depression. Um, Most of his best works, The Shining, Pet Cemetery, Carrie, was made... Um, during the peak of his mental illness, um, drug and alcohol abuse. F. Scott Fitzgerald, um, the guy who wrote um, The Great Gatsby, suffered from depression, um, alcohol and substance abuse. Sylvia Platt, she was a famous poet during the 20th century. She dealt with depression. She also ended up committing suicide. Tennessee Williams, a playwright, um, from Columbus, Mississippi, um, his house is actually on Main Street that you can visit. It's kind of like a tourist spot. Um, he wrote A Streetcar Named Desire and some other plays. He suffered from depression um, and alcohol abuse. And he had a sister that um, suffered from schizophrenia. One of my favorite writers ever, Emily Dickinson. She suffered from depression and bipolar. She was a famous poet. Um, Virginia Woolf, another one of my favorites. She was a, fam- a famous writer and poet. She suffered from bipolar disorder and depression, and she actually killed herself, too. Um, shockingly, J.K. Rowling, the writer of the Harry Potter series, suffered from depression. 
and she's a millionaire from her books and she suffers from depression so what I'm saying is it doesn't matter if you're rich poor or right or whatever anybody can get a mental illness but the thing that was shocking in the, my research of writers and mental illness was that most of the research that was done was done on white um people it was rarely done on people of color so although the research is there it's not actually adequate for black people or black writers in mental illness um most of the writers i researched um were white that did with um mental illness so where are the black writers that are dealing with mental illness and why studies lack what what why is there a lack of studies that show the correlation between black writers and mental illness? And the only thing that I can come up with is because most black people don't acknowledge their mental illness. Uh, most people don't want the stigma associated with being labeled mental illness. And most of the time when you have a mental illness, you don't talk about it. I think I just started talking about my anxiety and depression a couple years ago. But, like I said, I've been dealing with it since I was about 13 or 14 years old. And never told a soul. And it really just got to my breaking point around 2010 or 11. When I moved to Georgia in the big city, quote-unquote, furthered my anxiety. And it just really sucked my panic disorder into overdrive. I was having panic attack, night terrors, etc. And it wasn't until I talked to my psychology professor at a a community college I was going to in Georgia that I really just understood what I had been dealing with for years. And that was because mental illness, depression, and all that stuff, you don't talk about it in black households. They don't talk about it in schools unless it's a psychology class. But we got to get away from not talking about it. So, again, to bring awareness to mental illness awareness, I, um found a list of books by black um by black people that actually give you an insight into black people and their struggle with mental illness and it's a great list like i've read um one of the books on the list but i'm definitely gonna get the rest of the books on the list because it seems like some great books um it's a book called devout by takira allen uh, Monica Coleman book, Bipolar Faith and Not Alone, Terry William book, Black Pain, Shaniqua Walker Barnes, Too Heavy a Yoke, Lecrae has a book called Unashamed, Bernadette Connor, Damaged, The Mother of Black Hollywood, Jennifer Lewis. Now, I read this book. This book is amazing. I, Before I read the book, I had no idea that she suffered from bipolar disorder and her book is real and as raw as it gets so if you read no books on this list that i'm giving you please read the mother of black hollywood jennifer lewis it's an amazing book amazing book um charlemagne suffered with anxiety and and strangely enough his birthday he and i share the same birthday I read his book, um, Black Privilege, which is also another great book. Um, I haven't read Shook One, which he talks about his anxiety, but I'm getting it soon. 
but um black privilege is another good book that you need to read by charlamagne to god um 72 hour hold by bb moore campbell is also a good book i'm gonna put the link um to this list um in the description box so you can go back and get the names of the the books and the authors in case you missed it but i think those are some great books if you're one black in dealing with mental illness and want to understand it better and two if you're a writer and you want to deal with um the correlation between mental illness and your creative process i think these are some great books but also mental illness awareness is not just about glamorizing mental illness it's about actually dealing with it getting the help you need and um trying to understand it better so that you can live the the best life that you can most people are ashamed to get help but you can't help anyone else if you can't help yourself as a mother if i didn't control my anxiety or my depression how could i be the best mother that i could be to my kids and it got to that point where i realized i had to talk about it i had to get help i had to do something instead of just holding this in and slowly deteriorating because i had three kids to take care of so i mean as for me which i've never been the type of person that cares what anybody else thinks or says about me anyway i've always been headstrong probably a little too headstrong but at one point in time i was ashamed to be dealing with depression i was ashamed to admit that i had anxiety i can remember days where i would wait till i get in the shower and just cry or have my mental breaks or i can remember days where i've literally hid in my own closet to just cry it out get it out and then you walk out that closet like ain't nothing never happened the epitome of being a strong black woman when i say it's not as easy and it's, it's not something to be praised or congratulated for because most people do not understand the stress that black women are under whether they admit it or not when those when that door is closed those lights are off and you're by yourself nobody but you and god know what you're dealing with and sometimes yes the lord is gonna be there and all of that sometimes you need people physically in your life to help you deal with things so that it doesn't get to the point of the extreme of a severe mental illness and i know i'm probably talking a mile a minute i'm probably going over some people's head and you probably have no idea what i'm talking about but mental illness is real and like i said especially in the black community community we don't talk about we tell our boys don't cry suck it up boys have emotions too emotionally damaged boys grow to be emotionally damaged men and then we we wonder why is no good men in the world or why our man is so heartless and so cold because they've been trained their entire life not to cry not to show emotion not to admit that something is wrong men suffer from depression too but the world tells us that a man is supposed to be strong so it's no way possible that they can suffer from a mental illness it's not true not true at all so I'm trying to break that barrier in my family whereas I know my son has emotions and I'm trying to get to the point where I want him to expel his emotion instead of holding them in because he's a boy I need him to be able to articulate 
when something's bothering him or when something is wrong. So that when he grows up, he don't become an emotionally damaged man for his wife or his children. We got to break these stereotypes and stop acting like we are made of steel because we're not. Yes, um, black women typically have a higher rate of being single parents, but we still shouldn't let that stop us either. Trying to be strong. If you need help or you need a break, ask for it. Say it. Do what you need to do to take care of you because you can't take care of your kids if you're not here. This podcast is kind of going on a little longer than I expected to be, but um, it kind of flows when I'm talking about something that I'm passionate about. And because I've lived this life, because I deal with it, um, I can talk about it. Like just last week, I just knew for sure I was having a heart attack. And I'm on 35, y'all. I just, I'm telling you, I really just thought I was having a heart attack. My chest was hurting so bad. I'm so bad. Every breath I take, I can feel the pain like somebody pounded me in my chest and because I have a history of heart problems um heart disease my mom and dad said I just was adamant that I was having a heart attack so I'm taking I don't took a bit of aspirin until I can make it to the emergency room see what's going on and get to the emergency room all the tests come back clear no mate all the major tests came back clear it was it wasn't my heart so what What's the problem? At the end of the day, anxiety attack. A severe anxiety attack. Now, mind you, I didn't have no crying episode that day. I wasn't sad. I wasn't emotional. It came out of nowhere. I was going to visit my mom, and I got to her house, and my chest started hurting. It came out of nowhere. And that was my first anxiety attack in a long time, probably about a year or so. Yeah, um, well, anxiety attack. I think I had a panic attack in October when my friend died. Um, but I haven't had an anxiety attack like that that came out of nowhere in a couple of years, and that one hit me hard. It scared the life out of me. When I said it scared me so bad, I just felt like I just knew in my mind I'm having a heart attack, like something is going on, but it wasn't. No problems with my heart, no problems with my lungs, no nothing. And you know, I had to be in a lot of pain to go to the hospital during COVID-19. Yeah, I was in some pain. So I said all that to say, if we don't talk about this stuff, it's going to always get swept under the rug. And we're going to always let the research needed to help us because nobody else will speak up. So here's my thought and my prayer that if you are suffering with mental illness get you some help find you somebody to talk to and a lot of people don't want to focus on science they rather go the spiritual aspect but if that's the case talk to your pastor talk to your first lady talk to your bishop talk to somebody it got to be somebody in your life that you can talk to so that you're not holding all this stuff in and slowly killing yourself because at the end of the day there is a correlation between holding stuff in and heart problems and high blood pressure. It, it does kind of tie into each other. So we got to get better at acknowledging mental illness instead of sweeping it under the rug uh, because it's not fashionable. And we got to get better at getting treatment for it once we know what's going on with us. 
but it'll be more i have more episodes um on this topic coming up because like i said may is mental health awareness month mental illness awareness month um so until then join me again on ramblecast because i've rambled for like 20 minutes i'm sorry y'all but i don't pocket i don't do episodes often but when i do it kind of be because i have a lot i want to say about a certain topic and today just being one of those days so thank you for listening and check back soon correction i just want to correct myself um may is mental health awareness month not mental illness awareness month so that's my mistake and i wanted to correct myself so i'm just adding this to my episode already thank you